Hello, good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. Honor and privilege to be back this week again. Sorry I didn't announce, I forgot to announce that I was coming on live uh, today, right now. And so I do apologize for that. Um, I also want to just mention a couple of things before we get started. Um, the e-shop, the yin and yang living shop, the prayer beads are available. The, uh, these prayer beads are custom designed and there's a limited edition to these prayer beads. They're based on the logo, the, the yin and yang living go, the crescent moon and the round sun, which is the yin and yang energies. And I created these prayer beads specifically so you could tap in to your higher self. You could tap into the powerful energies of the moon and sun, the yin and yang. Tap into your higher self. Tap into the divine. That's what these prayer beads, why I custom designed them. So when you hold them, you meditate, you mantra, you pray, or you set an intention out, you're tapping into those moon and sun yin and yang energies and they're limited editions because like I said they're custom designed so there's only limited editions and there's 10 different color combinations you could choose from so go to the shop and check them out um, they're really special because like I said they were custom designed to tap into your spiritual divine energies of the yin and yang so you can become powerful manifestors all right, so let's get into the, uh, we're going to get into the reading. If you want a reading, let me know. And uh, let's just clear the energy of the room before we get into the reading. If you have a request, just put it in the chat of your request for a reading. So let's just clear the energy of the room before we get started. And um, just relax. Uh, just uh, breathe naturally and be present in this moment. Their spirit dear God, their eaching oracles, thank you for being here with us to send these messages, these higher messages to guide every viewer in this room for their highest and best good, to guide them on their soul's path. Thank you, spirit. Thank you, creator. Thank you, God, for always being here with us, supporting us, continuing to support us, guide us, loving us unconditionally. Thank you so much for removing any people or situations and that do not serve the highest good of this session. Thank you for allowing us to create this wonderful sacred space, the sacred space, so these messages can be delivered for the highest and best good of the viewers and everyone involved. Thank you so much for allowing this session to begin. Namaste. Thank you. All right. Hi, Angie. How are you? Okay. So I just want to say before we get started with the week again is if let's say I don't get around to you for some reason for the reading, just know that um, a lot of the messages, all actually all of the messages that I have can be applied to you. These are, these are higher wisdoms. These are guidance from the I Ching oracles. They're higher wisdoms that could be applied to us in some fashion. So know that you can benefit from these readings, even if I don't call your name, okay? Or if I don't do a reading directly for you, 
this these messages are for can be for everyone. Okay, hi Angie, hi C. <clears throat> can I get a reading? So Angie wants a card for her birthday that was yesterday. Thank you so much. Oh my God, Angie Jennings. First of all, let's say happy birthday. We send you so much love and blessings and happy birthday to you. So let's ask the I Ching oracles. What message do you have for Angie Jennings for her belated birthday, which was yesterday? What message do you have for Angie? Angie Jennings for her belated birthday yesterday. What message do you have for Angie? Okay, Angie, energy number not 19. It says here, nearing. It says, the greatest spirit draws nearer in an ongoing process of growth as you simultaneously uh, pay Patient attention to take responsibility. Harvest happens during the eighth month, but it isn't the end of the process of growth. Stay present on the ongoing cycle and do not only focus on results. How does this want to grow? How can you take responsibility for its development? What would your greatest self do? Wow, that's so beautiful. Now that you've crossed your birthday, you're saying that you're actually nearing nearing some, nearing um, a manifestation. Um, you're just there. You're so close. You're maybe 90% there or 95% there. And this is where we can get stuck is when we are 90 or 95% close to getting that manifestation. Because I always say that manifestation is 99% energetic work and only 1% physical manifestation, which is just a byproduct of the energy that we're flowing is that oftentimes we're 95% there and then we give up. We give up. We give up because we're just about to manifest and we're so tired. We're so burnt out. Whatever the reasons are, we just don't cross that line. What they're saying is you're ready to cross that line right now, especially with this birthday that has just passed. You're ready to cross that because you have a lot more wisdom, you have more knowledge, you have more experience. And so what they're saying is this, they want you to look, the I Ching oracles want you to look at that situation that you want to say, how do you want it to grow? How can you nourish it more? How can you, if you're 90% there, how can you take that, the last 9% and how can you mold it better, nourish it better, cultivate it better? Because that 9%, which is really the last step, is one of your most important steps. It's the steps to harvest that manifestation. Now, does that mean that you're going to stop creating? No, you're never going to stop creating. You're an eternal being of creation. The only thing that's constant in this universe, including our lives, is creation. It's change. It's shift. It's creation, creation, creation. So, when, when a farmer harvests a crop, does that mean he stops becoming a farmer? No. He goes and does another uh, set of, uh, you know, plants another seed to for the harvesting. So there's a cycle of creation here and you're nearing to the end. So they put this, this last final step. They want you to pay attention to that. What can I do to nurture this, cultivate this better? How can I take responsibility? And one of the ways that they're saying is to take responsibility for everything that's happened. And when, because when you take responsibility, that's a very powerful energy. Because when you're ready to take responsibility for everything, what's happening is you're ready to make a powerful change. 
when you're not willing to take responsibility, then you're saying, well, I don't need to change because it's not my fault, right? But they're saying when you take full responsibility, then you're saying, wow, I take full responsibility that I have every control to manifest this thing. And I take full responsibility for everything, the 90%. How can I not take better responsibility for the final leg? So that's what they're trying to uh, tell you is you're nearing the harvest and that final stage of that harvesting, how can you cult, uh, cultivate better, nurture it better and take more responsibility so you could truly make that manifestation and cross that line? Okay, beautiful. Hello, see, okay. There is a job coming up in, on, in autumn and would like to know if this job is right for me. Okay, what message do you have for C about this job? What message do you have for C about this job? Thank you, Jimoto. What message do you have for C about the job? Give us the message. Give us the message. Okay, okay, C. Energy now, there's two cards that came out but I'm going to read only one just because it's time limit. Deciding, 43, energy deciding. It says here, asserting your identity and right to be heard is where your decision begins, but declaring the truth is dangerous. It stirs up old ghosts, inner and outer, yet better than this, ignoring and neglecting them. Focus with clear intention on what you're moving towards rather than what you're reacting against. How, what do you stand for? How do you de define yourself? What belongs in your realm? And where do you need to make a clean break? Okay, this is a really powerful message for you, see, is that, you know, especially this line, what belongs in your realm? And where do you need to make a clean break? Now, this is powerful. Why? Because that job that you're talking about, see, you, you, this job coming up, whether it's right for you or not is up to you is up to you because what they're saying here is is that the universe is really inclusive i always say that the universe is inclusive i never say it's exclusive people say life is unfair i'm excluded right and they they say therefore it's unfair that's not the way the universe operates people don't understand the way the universe operates the universe operates based on energetic frequencies and therefore it's inclusive. So whatever frequency you're broadcasting, the universe is just going to match it. So if you're here, the universe matches it here. If you're here, the universe matches it here. So what they're saying to you, the question is not whether the job, the, the question isn't whether you're going to get it. The question is whether your soul, your soul's path, you feel you are matched to that job and that job is a match to you. So let's say you want a job that honors you, that appreciates your creativity, appreciates your knowledge, appreciates you for who you are. Let's say that frequency is here. You have a list of all the things that you want a job. You have a list of all those things that you want in a job. And that frequency is here. If you're here, you're going to get that job. You're going to, the job is going to come in. If you're here, 
you're not going to get the job. And if you're here, you're not going to get the job. You see? So what it is is this, is that rather than focusing on whether you're going to get that job, focus on what you want and be that which you desire. Because if you fully embody that which you desire in a job, by the laws of the universe, that job will come in. And if it's this job, then you'll get it. But if you're not matching frequencies with this job, whether you're a higher frequency or whether you're a lower frequency, you're not going to get it. So this is not about really that job. It's about you. So they want what they want you to do is this. That's what they want you to decide. They want you to decide who are you and what job aligns with your expansion and growth right? Who is C? And what are all, and what, what kind of job is going to make me feel expansive and growth and feel like I'm on my soul's path and journey? What is that job? And then they want you, and so they want you to decide on that, decide who C is, decide on what kind of job that you want, make that decision, and then embody that. Because in the embodying that, Live as if you are that job. Live as if you are that job. Then the universe, by laws of the universe, it must come in. So they want you to decide on that. Decide on who you are. Decide on what job you want. That's going to make you feel expansive. And then the job that meets that will come in. And you will have an incredible, incredible experience with that job. So this is not about whether you're going to get that job or not. This is about whether you could match the frequency of that which you desire. And you have to decide what it is, who you are, and what it is that you desire in that job. That's the bigger, deeper message here. Okay? So see, uh, we wish you best of luck with your, if you get this job, we wish you best of luck. But if you, for some reason, you're not an energetic match to this job, then the universe has your back saying, this is not the right job for you. Or you're not a, you're not an energetic match. And therefore you've got to do more of that inner work, that deciding work and embody that. Okay. So that's the message for you. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, why? Ooh. Okay. Why? Ooh, interesting. Um, uh, I guess it's like a what they call avatar name or something. Why? Ooh, I do like it. It's very cute. What message do you have for why? Ooh, what message do you have for why? Ooh, what message do you have for why? Ooh? Teaching oracles. Thank you for coming. Wow. I cannot believe it. Did you see I shuffled the cards and the same card came out? 43 deciding. This is a message that the eating oracles really want to uh, hammer into all of you. 
deciding why ooh, I think you were here before about what I said to see that anything in your life, if you want to manifest a relationship or you want to manifest that job or you want to manifest money, you have to decide who you are. What is your soul's path and journey? And align everything with that. Align the way you think, the way you feel, and the way you behave with that decision. What are the things that are going to make you feel expansive and growth? What are the talents and gifts that the universe, God has given you that is so special to only you? Why is it special to only you? Because you are a unique, unique energetic blueprint. You know, in de human design, they show you what your energetic blueprint is. And I have a couple of videos about human design. Human design is all about what your, what your energetic blueprint is. And nobody on this planet has the same energetic blueprint as you, Y-U. It's like your DNA. Nobody has the same exact DNA on this planet. Everybody has, everybody's unique. So, so what they're saying is, is that what is that, you know, that energetic blueprint that you have, you're going to be on a very specific journey and you're going to embody specific talents and, and, and talents and gifts that God has given you. And you're going to use that in this time space reality, what we call life, what we call, uh, uh, Earth, planet Earth, you're going to use that to, for, for the, to have lots of physical experiences, lots of physical experiences for the expansion and growth of your eternal soul. That's the main reason why you're here. And money is a byproduct of that expression of your higher self or your soul's path and journey. And so what they're saying is, is that they want you to Figure that out. Have clarity about that. Who, why, who is. What gifts and talents that you are bestowed upon that is so natural for you. You know, I always say like, it's like a, a classical musician. You could teach classical musicians, you know, you can give them lots of lessons, but they may still not be this, this magnificent uh, classical musician. The ones that are truly magnificent, it's a God-given gift. Even surgeons, I've seen surgeons, they could go to medical school and do lots of surgeries, but some surgeons are always going to be mediocre. But then there's some surgeons that are just brilliant at what they do because that's a God-given gift. And when they do that surgery, they feel expansive and growth. So they want you to decide what that identity is and then and what that soul's path and journey is and then align your thoughts, your emotions, and your behavior to that. And then you become a powerful manifester. So this is a message that they want to uh, drill into many of you. It's that deciding energy, who you are, and moving towards having aligning your thoughts, your emotions, and your behavior with that, align, with that soul's path and journey, and leave everything else out. Because where your attention goes, your energy flows. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. Okay, so that's your message. So let's go to Cheryl. Sherry L. What message do you have for Sherry L?
Okay, Sherry L, energy number 47, confined. It says here, can you stick to your can you stick to your purpose when there is no external encouragement or confirmation? No outward signs of progress does not mean you or the world are wrong. Concentrate on inner growth within the confinement. Don't place too much value on words. They are not trustworthy enough to give you a way out. What if you could only rely on yourself? Who are you? When who are you when you are alone? Energy number 47, confined. So what this confined energy is all about is sometimes we feel like sometimes things are not working out in your life. You know, things are, you tried this, you tried that. And it's like, why is this not sticking? Why is that not sticking? Why is this not sticking? And they're saying that sometimes when you feel like you don't, or you're not making that progress, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not making that progress. What it means is they want you to confine, they want you to look at the details more. They want you to look at, they want you to, they want you to go inward more and look to see where you could make those shifts. I am confined right now because I do not have, it, it, I, I have this much money and I want to buy that house, but I, but I only have this much money. So what there's, I'm so sorry. If you hear a really bad uh, noise, background noise, it's a, it's a gardener. A gardener is here, so so I'm very sorry about that. So what they're saying to you is is that when you when you're looking for something, right, and you don't feel like you have the resources right now, you want to go into the resources that you have, right? So let's say you want to buy a house, and the house is a hundred thousand dollars, and you only physically have twenty thousand dollars in your bank. Well, you can't physically buy that house that's $100,000, right? You're confined to that $20,000. But what they're saying to you is, what can you do with that 20? There's a lot of things that you could do with that $20,000 to get that $100,000 house. There's a million ways that you could use that $20,000 in a million ways to be able to build wealth so you could buy that $100,000 house. That's exactly what they're saying to you here is that you have a lot of resources that you haven't inner resources that you haven't even tapped into that you haven't even tapped into your creative resource your your resource of your talents natural talents and gifts your resource of knowledge but what your greatest resource is your creativity now, if you look, and, and this is proof, this is just to show you the proof of how much resource you really have. Did you know that about 90% of the people, I think in the US, this is, this is I saw this report, 90% of the people who are multimillionaires, uh, who are multimillionaires, earn their money. They work for their money. They were, it was not inherited. Think about that. 90% of the people that are multimillionaires earn their money. They did not inherit it. What does that show you? That show you that all of those people that became multimillionaires, what was their greatest resource? It was their inner world. 
It was their creativity. It was their perseverance. It was their ability to see things around the corner. It was their inner resources. And so what they're saying, that's what, and they were able to make that. And some of these people came from poor families. I remember the the, the, the CEO of Starbucks was saying, I, they did a big interview with him and everybody knows Starbucks, right? They're all over the world. The CEO of Starbucks came from a very poor family. Very poor family. Or if you look at somebody like a Steve Jobs, his parents and, and his parents were blue collar workers. They had no money. They were, he started his company in his garage. So where was his greatest resource? Was it the money out there or was it his inner world? So they're saying that if you feel confined, there is so much more there in what you think is confined than you believe. There's so much resources that you could tap into that is within you so much. And they want you to tap into that. They want you to tap into that. That's, that's why they said, what if you could only rely on yourself? Who are you when you are alone? What are all of the resources here? Then, and then what's going to happen is as you start to employ these creative resources within you, because there's so many ways to skin a cat, what's going to happen is the universe is going to bring you the cooperative components. So that's your message. You have a lot of inner resources within you. They want you to utilize that. That's your greatest resource is within you. Confined, okay? Good morning, Karen. Okay, so let's see. Um, <clears throat> okay, Hilda C has a question. Um, am I going to be able to, first of all, whatever YouTube shows me is what YouTube shows me. At one time, somebody on Facebook uh, said that, asked, said, well, why do you skip over people? And I don't skip over people. I can only look at what YouTube is showing me, the chat. Okay, so just, so just know that things happen for a reason, the divine, infinite wisdom of the universe. And a lot of these messages that I'm giving to people you can also employ, okay, in your life. So uh, know that I am not trying to skip over people because I had that complaint on Facebook and it's not true. It's, and also, plus I'm doing the reading. So there's a lot going on that I'm doing here. So uh, I can't, it's, it's hard for me to manage what I'm seeing there and focus on the I Ching oracles. Okay, so thank you for your patience. Okay, Hilda C, I'm seeing Hilda C. Am I going to be able to move near my son? Okay, Hilda C. What message do you have for Hilda C about moving your person? Okay, energy number 20, seeing. It says here, Hilda C. To see is, is to witness everything that comes into view with open awareness. In the ritual, the everyday world is washed off, and then there's a pause for whatever comes, like a presence into the space. 
Don't fall automatically into the next step of the process of life. See what is present before you respond. When you stop searching, what comes into view? If you had no preconception, what might you see? Okay. So what it is, is this, is that Hilda, you're trying to see something about the future, right? And the, the reason why often when people see psychics to determine what the future is going to be, I would say about 70% of the time, they probably get it wrong. They probably get it wrong. Now, that's not a good, about, I would say even 80% of the time, they don't get it, they don't get it right. They might get it right about 20% of the time, but, but that's not, those are not good odds. And the reason why, when you try to predict the future, the odds are against you of getting it right is because energy is constantly shifting and changing, right? So what the psychic is trying to do is kind of trying to read the energy of what's happening, but they're not, they're not, they're not in the really in the higher, you have to really extend yourself to the higher consciousness level where you truly transcend time and space to be able to see the, the enormous big picture. And there are very, very few gurus that have been able to do this, which is one of them is Maharaji. But he never read, gave, gave psychic readings. He never did that. He transcended time and space to a point where he could see everything. So you're trying to, so you're trying to ask, you're trying to see the future, but the future that right now, the energy is shifting in this time space reality, all this energy is shifting constantly. So this moment, there's this energy and then you, your energy shifts the next moment, then it shifts the week after, then it shifts three weeks after. So what they're saying here to you is that the most powerful way to to really determine the highest and best interest of you and your son, whatever that scenario would be. But you, this is about being in the highest and best interest of you and your son, right? You love your son unconditionally and you want to be near your son. In order for this situation to come about is that you have to be more present in the now. As opposed to trying to predict the future, you want to be present in the now. You want to be present in the now and you want to be able, why, why does that presence of being in the now, they want you to see and have awareness of the now, focus on the now and don't focus on that future. Why, why is this so important? Because it directly affects your future, Hilda. That's what they're saying here. They're saying is the more present you are now. And the more aware you are now, the more that future with your son will be better in terms of location, in terms of relationship. Why? Because when you live, when you are fully aware of now, what's going to happen is you're almost going to be able to see around the corner. Wow, I could just see around the corner. And then you're going to be able to make decisions and take action that are in alignment with that future that you desire. So the future that you desire is to be with near to your son. 
right? You want to you, you want to be able to move near your son or maybe your son moves near you. Who knows? It could be infinite possibilities here. You don't even know. Maybe your son is going to move away from that place. But the only way that you're going to live a more magical life with that relationship with your son is by being present in this moment, being able to see. Because the more you're tapped into this moment, the more you're tapped into that that totally intuitive side of you that is within you and the guidance of spirit around you. And so when you're so tapped in, you're saying, oh, you know what? I just had this, this something just came to me that I'm supposed to look at this job that actually happens to be near my son. You see how it works? But oftentimes we miss those opportunities because we're not present in this now. So the more you become present with your inner self, your higher self, your intuitive self, and the more you become present with what is surrounding you, the more you'll pick up, you'll get messages and you'll download these messages and then you'll align behavior with that that would make it possible for you to be closer to your son. So rather than trying to predict the future, they want you to see in the now, which means they want you to be more present and fully aware of the now. That's what the seeing energy is all about. It's don't predict the future. Don't try to predict the future, but be present in the now. Because the more and more present you are in the now, the more your future is going to be better with your son, with your career with your health, with money, with everything, okay? So that's your message. Don't predict the future. Be present with the now. Pooja Gupta. Okay, Pooja asks, I'm wishing for some changes to happen which are not possible at my end. Are those intentions of mine truly aligned with my soul? <laughs> okay, so Pooja, first of all, that some of your wording is shooting yourself in the foot is shooting. You know, we love you so much, Pooja. The wording, which are not possible at my end, that phrase in and of itself makes it not possible. Because this entire universe is based on the laws of consciousness, meaning the laws of intelligent awareness. Your thoughts, your, your thoughts are subject to the laws of consciousness. Consciousness is what creates manifestations. So when you speak that way, not possible, you're driving your life in the not possibility direction. So number one, you've got to be very aware of your words, how you speak to yourself. That is so critical in manifestation. That is number one. Number one is your thoughts. What thoughts are you saying to yourself? And what thoughts are you speaking? Because consciousness knows your thoughts and knows your speaking. And the universe will always match you where you're at. So that's number one right there. And then you're asking, are those intentions of mine truly aligned with my soul? 
That's a good question. And so let's ask the I Ching Oracle, because now you're kind of doubting yourself. And the doubt energy is also problematic for, for manifestation because it's a, it's a mixed signal. It's a, it's a, it's a form of a, what they call resistant energy. So, but let's, I, I already have an answer for that question, but I want to see what the I Ching Oracle message has for you about this. In, are, are Pooja's intentions aligned with her soul's? Are Pooja's intentions aligned with her soul? Okay. Energy number 27, nourishment. Here it says Pooja. It says here, this hexagram is called Jaws and refers to all that gives you nourishment, physical, social, emotional, intellectual, spiritual. It is all creating and recreating an individual ecosystem to sustain and shape you. Hmm. It says how you habitually nourish yourself and others, honor it all. Who? What would nourish you? How is your hunger motivating you? If you accept this as nourishment, who will you become? Okay. So what they're saying about your the, the intentions, your intentions and your soul, is there's a big question that you have right now. You're like saying, Mat Gamun, is, is, is my intention aligned with my soul? Because I see that it's things are not, this is not possible, which is not true. It's possible. You just don't believe it because you haven't seen physical evidence. And physical evidence comes out of thoughts, thoughts, emotions, and actions. So you've already shot yourself foot there. Now, in terms of this intentions, is it aligned with my soul? What they're saying is, is that the only person that could really answer that question is nobody other than you. Why? Because nobody is on your in the your soul's path and journey. Nobody on this planet. Your mother can't answer for you. Your father can't answer for you. Even the, the I Ching oracles may have a deeper wisdom, but they're not going to answer. They could they can probably answer for you, but they're not going to. You know why? Because they want you to be able to fish. If somebody just handed you if, if, if somebody just handed you food and continued to hand food to you, would you ever need to learn how to get your own food, right? And at some point, you have to learn. The reason your soul's journey is here to learn lots of lessons for the expansion and growth of your soul. So if you can't figure out for yourself, if your intention is aligned with your soul's journey, then you can't make powerful decisions about your life. So what they're saying to you, the I Ching oracles is, in order to get that answer for yourself, whether the intention is aligned with your soul, in order to get that answer for yourself where you feel confident is by nourishing yourself, nourishing your mind, nourishing your, your thoughts, your emotions, and nourishing your spirit. Now, when people talk that things are not possible, it's because they haven't nourished those things. They haven't nourished their thoughts. They haven't nourished their emotions. And they haven't nourished their spirit, spiritual part. And that's why they have doubt. That's why they have fear. That's why they have concern. That's why they think things are not possible when we are talking about infinite possibility 
energetic, the quantum field that we're talking about here is infinite possibilities. But you cannot tap into infinite possibilities when you have doubt, when you have fear, when you have concern, when you don't have faith, right? Think about, think about all the people that have creation. I mean, think about the what we do as humans. We have built spacecrafts that go to, to, to the far reaches of interstellar travel. We have built AI technologies. We have built medical. Think about the infinite possibilities of what humans are able to do. The, the things that we have built is just tremendous. Well, you have that potential. It's that what's holding you back is that you're not nourishing it. You're not aware of your thoughts. Oh, does this thought align with my intention, with my soul's path? Does it align with that? That the align with the things that make me feel expansive? So you're not nourishing your thoughts. And then when you don't nourish your thoughts, you're not nourishing your emotions. Because if you keep repeating a thought that it's not possible, it's not possible, then your emotions get depressed and frustrated. Oh, it's not possible. I'm depressed. So what they're saying is, is you've got to nourish your thoughts, your emotions, your thoughts, number one, by A, stop speaking the way you just spoke. Aligning your thoughts with your intentions, aligning. So you says there's lots of videos that I have, techniques that you can employ. If you have a thought that does not nourish your intention, then you say, oh, let me pause. Let me pause. Why did I have that thought? Oh, pause. How can I rephrase this to make me feel, to rephrase this thought? that aligns more with my intention. And it's a working progress. So if you do that every single time that you have a thought that does not align, catch yourself with those thoughts. Catch yourself. There's lots of tools that I have, lots of videos about tips and tools of how to keep nourishing that thought, how to keep training that subconscious mind. Okay, Pooja? Okay, so that is your message. Ah, okay, Kamakshi, about to start a new collaboration with a few friends, energy read for that, hmm, interesting, okay, let me just take a drink of water, my throat is a little bit dry, okay, what message you have? Okay, let me let me let me let me re reshuffle this. Now, what's the energy? Okay, so there's two cards here. 
I'm going to read this one. 58, opening. Opening brings people together and begins a lively, lively creative process of sharing and exchange. It liberates human energies, motivates people to overcome hardship and encourages perseverance. It means joyful and outgoing expression that opens up communication. How can you fully enjoy the moment? What are you bringing to expression? What if you communicated and exchanged more freely? So anytime you gather with other people to start something, to start a project, to start a business, to start something, right? And you're doing it as a team with, 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 with some friends, you've got to have the right communication. You've got to have the right communication because that communication and you have, but that communication begins with where you're mentally and emotionally, where's your space mentally and emotionally. So what they're saying to you here is that if you want to make this work with your friends, you've got to make sure to be open about what they're saying. Even if you might disagree with it, keep your mind, keep your heart open to what they are saying. God gave us two ears and one mouth for a very good reason, because God wanted us to listen more and speak less deep listening deep listening because what happens when we come together is that we bring our own baggage or our own preconceived notions or biases to the table we all do it and this is natural because we have lived experiences we've had a certain life we have a certain energetic blueprint and we have lived a certain experience of life, right? And based on that, we all are wearing eyeglasses and we're seeing everything through these lenses of eyeglass, right? Everything is subjective, really. At the end of the day, everything's really subjective because you could have the same situation and this person will see it completely different from this person. The same evidence that you could show, and this person will have this far right perspective, and this person will have a far left perspective on the same situation. So we're all coming in with some prejudice bias through these lens, right? That's why in, the, in this country, we have a two-party system, the Democrats and the Republicans, and they are fighting like this over everything right now. They're fighting over everything. You give them the set one situation and the Democrats are seeing it this way and the Republicans are seeing it this way. Like even with the Trump indictment, the left is seeing it as righteous and just and the, the right is seeing as weaponization of our justice department. That's how they're seeing it two different views. So, and then there, so all the Democrats are coming in with their lens. So, and they have to work with each other, right? All of them. So what they're saying is to you is to, to keep that mind and heart open to what the, what they are saying. Now, when you keep your heart open, two things could happen. One could be like, they want you to then pause 
and reflect on what they're saying. And then two things could happen from that reflection and mindfulness. One, you see something, something creative comes out of it. You see something genius out of this that you've never would have seen before. Or two, you reject it for these reasons. And you say to your, you say, oh, these are the reasons why I reject this. But they want you to be open because there's an opportunity for something genius that can melt through these, through these diverse opinions. But you can only make, uh, transmute this energy into higher frequency when you are open to what other people have to say. Okay? Doesn't mean you have to go along with it, but they want you to be mindful of it and be reflective of it and contemplate before you just shut it down. Okay? So that's what... And that's the uh, that's the uh, advice the eating oracles are giving you the message. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, General Rose, good to see you. Okay, let's see. Okay, okay, Pooja, so Pooja says here, I'm saying Pooja, because the, the I Ching oracles want me to respond to you. What she says, actually, I meant to say that those changes are possible, but I am not the one who can make those changes physically. I can only put intentions for the those changes. Okay. What they're saying to you, Pooja, is... You're saying that you don't have the power to make those changes. Nobody has any power to make any changes outside of yourself. What the universe is saying and the I Ching oracles are saying to you, Pooja, this is really important, that the universe is going to match you where you're at. So if you want certain changes, it's a frequency. And if that change frequency is up here and you're down here and you set your intentions for those changes you still haven't matched it you haven't energetically matched that frequency because of doubts there's subconscious things that are going on maybe it's doubt maybe it's fear maybe it's lack of self whatever it is that you are not even conscious of you're not matching that change and therefore you can't see that change coming in there are millions of ways to skin this cat, this ch change. The only thing that matters is you've got to match it. So if the change is here, you've got to match that change. And the change could come about in other ways that you couldn't even think of. You're right now, you're, you're focused on one little thing. The universe has infinite possibilities to make your life, to make your intent, to make your life better. It's not that one possibility, it's infinite possibilities. If it's not that, it's something else. So you're focusing on why things are not happening outside of you. What they're saying to you is focus on your vibrational energy, focus on your subconscious mind, focus on your inner world because your inner world is not matching that. And as long as it doesn't match it, whether you're conscious of it or you're not conscious of it, that manifestation cannot happen for you. It might happen for somebody else, but it's not going to happen for you. 
So it's not about the outside world. That's what they're trying to tell you. You have to be that which you desire. You know how Gandhi always said, be the change that you wish to see the world. Having intention is great. And that is a premise. But can you embody that intention? Can you feel that intention in every cell, every tissue, every organ in your body? Have you no doubt about that intention? That is where the work is here. It's your, how can you embody that intention where there is no doubt, absolute doubt in you? Can you feel that? Can you believe that? Can every cell, every tissue in your body believe this? That is, that is what it is. Setting an intention is, is powerful because it's the, it's the precursor. It's the precursor. It's step one. But then there's other steps to manifestation. you got to be that which you are. And if you're not what you want, the, the universe wants to bring it to you, but you're like passing ships. You're going to be like this. So instead of focusing on other people, they're saying focusing on yourself. And, you're in t- and there's a million ways to align with your soul's path. This is not the only way. If you think that this is the only way, it's not. There are many, many different ways. But you've got to be that. You've got to embody that at the deepest level of your cellular level. Okay? So that's the message here. You feel good intentions in your heart, but you don't, you don't, you're not fully embodying it. And you're not fully feeling that you're not fully it's not it's something and it could be subconscious you might it might be subconscious work it might be things that you've inherited from past lives it might be things that you inherited from your ancestors so that's the message okay Pooja we send you so much love and blessings we send you so much love and blessings you're a beautiful soul and thank you so much for that beautiful intention thank you we we honor you okay let's see we've got P here P wants a general reading Okay, so P, what message do you have for P? What message do you have for P? What message do you have for P? What message do you have? Okay, P. It says here, energy number 26, great taming. Great taming says, Taming means building up and controlling natural resources and nurturing their growth with an eye on what can be achieved in the future. Steady persistence over time will yield good results. You can now move beyond mere survival, nourish yourself on new experiences, and allow your gifts to be of greater service. How can you make the most of the potential? How would it be to master this? Wow. Right. Taming means building up and controlling natural resources. Okay. So what this is, is that they're saying to you is, you know, you're, you're beyond survival mode. You're in a mold of where you could mold, mold something, which is taming. You've got, let's say you've got this sculpture, right? You know how you see sculptures, they take a piece of clay and now they're molding it and shaping it, right? 
to build something, to create something beautiful, magical. You've got this mud, right? And the mud doesn't look that beautiful, right? But then what does the final product look like? Oh my God, this is a work of art. This is genius. This is so beautiful, right? I have seen some clay works that are just out of this world. What they have, what have they done? They have tamed it. They have molded it. They have shaped it. They have nurtured it. They have cultivated it. And so that's what they want you to do. They want you to work on the nuances of it, the molding, the shaping. How can I make this better? How can I uh, make the expression of it more of the essence? How can I have the essence of this come out more and manifest more? What can I do? How can I cultivate this? This is what they want you to focus on. Whether, whatever, whatever it is, it could be, it could be a, it could be your artwork. It could be a job. It could be uh, uh, creating, building something, building a house. It could be uh, taming or molding a project or a business. Right? They want you to really look into the finer details of it, the molding and shaping of it. Because when you know, they always say the expression "devils in the details." the devil's in the details. And when you start shaping and molding the details, wow, you're going to get something magnificent. So that's the energy taming. Okay. So let's Maureen saw. Maureen saw has a question. My husband is considering taking an early retirement from his job and move our family from US to Philippines. Is there a good future for our family in another country? Okay. What is the message from Maureen about moving her family to another country? What is, what is the, what is the message? <clears throat> energy number 13, people in harmony. It says here, there is strength and energy in alliance. Find like-minded others. People in harmony can commit themselves further, take greater risks and enter new territories. Wow. Enter new territories. Once there is agreement, Follow the vision tenaciously with the constancy of a noble one. Who are the unique, what are the unique contributions? Where is the common ground? How will your life change if your group expands? Manager number 13, people in harmony. So what they're saying is, is that in considering this move, right? Everybody on the family has to be on the same page. Your husband, your children, you, you've got to be, all in harmony with this move. Now, if your children are three years old or four years old, then, you know, they don't have the wisdom or the experience to make that, to make that decision. But if your kids are older, maybe they're in their twenties or even thirties, whatever, they could have a good say, they could have a, some say in this that could, that could really be powerful. So they want to make sure that you guys are all in harmony with each other, that you guys are in the same page. So one of the one of the things that to find out if you guys are all on the same page that this feels right for everybody is to make a list. What are the pros and cons of moving and have a family meeting? What are all of the pros of moving to Philippines? Blah, 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 blah. Then you put the cons, blah, 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 blah. And then you look at it as a family and you say, wow, this is so much, this, this pro is so much more important than this con where this con is so much more important than this pro. And after you do that exercise, you're going to have a really, you're going to have a really, you're going to come together as a family, say, we made a decision as a family and we are on the same page. 
that we are either going to move or we are going to stay here for whatever the reasons are that you have come together as a family. So this is why they said if the, if 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 the people is in harmony, if your family is in harmony about whatever decision you make, it's the right decision as long as you're in harmony. You have to, and you have to all feel good about it that this is the right decision for your family. And when you do that, then you are making a powerful decision to stay or go. So they want you to be in harmony with each other by doing this exercise, having a family, and maybe the family meeting could be two meetings, three meetings. It doesn't have to be just one. It could be making those lists and then everybody goes and reflects on it and be mindful and contemplate it. And then you have another meeting and come back to discuss what everybody's thinking, right? You could have three discussions about this, four discussions, whatever, as many discussions as you need to have with your family until you guys know that you guys are in harmony and coming together aligned on the same page. You have to be on the same page, okay? So that's your message. Okay, everyone. So I've got another meeting, so I've got to go, uh, but let's do a closing prayer. Thank you so much. Again, tap into your higher self, your, your divine your yin and powerful yin and yang, moon and sun energies with the yin and yang living prayer beads. These are custom designed, crescent moon and round sun. I custom designed this so that you can tap into your own powerful moon and sun, yin and yang energies, your divine connection to your higher self, to God. So check them out. They're limited editions because they were custom made, okay? So check them out on my yin and yang living shop, okay? Many blessings to all of you. Let's do a closing prayer. Dear I Ching Oracles, thank you for being here, for sending us these higher messages of wisdom and guidance for everyone in this room so that we may be on our soul's path and journey and experience the highest and best good of everyone involved. Thank you so much, God, creator, ancestors, spirit guides, <clears throat> angels, for being here with us, always guiding us, always showing us, always lighting that path on our soul's journey and path for our expansion and growth. Thank you so much for protecting and blessing every one of the every one of the viewers in this room with lots of prosperity and health, money, career, business, relationship, whatever it is that is on their soul's path for that eternal expansion and growth. We're so deeply blessed for allowing us to open the sacred space and have these open conversations that are in the highest and best interest of everyone involved. So thank you, I Ching Oracles, again, for being here and guiding us and sending out these wonderful messages. I am honored to channel your messages. And so thank you again, God, creator, divine, spirit guides, for always continuing to support us, continue to send us wisdoms, continue to send us these higher messages, and most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Many blessings.